0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah. Respected listeners, it's our interview segment. The date today is the 26th of Jumad al-Akhirah, 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 9th of January 2024. Let's welcome the Senior Specialist of Crimes, and that is Mr. Mike Bolleis. Good morning. Morning, how's it, All well. How are you doing, Mr. Bolleis?
1: We're doing well, we're fighting the crime and uh, we are looking forward to a better and a safer new year.
0: Yes, and Mr. Bolles, during this season, has the crime increased? What would you say?
1: Well, I have good news. Um, because of constantly uh, speaking on radios and in the media, it has made a huge difference a huge difference. And this was, in our opinion, from what we have gathered, the uh, best, uh, let's say, December and turning into January uh, period with much less crime that we've ever had in a long time. Mm. There is an escalation in some murders, which are hits. Uh, We can talk about that in a moment. But The corruption level on the roads where police uh, were involved has uh, uh, declined, and uh, there were many, many um, good reports of people that have identified crimes and uh, has prevented crimes and has foreseen that crimes could be committed and not got involved, like knocks and scams. So the projects that we've been sending out the radio interviews on your station, on all the other radio stations, <clears throat> ENCA, uh, News Africa, SABC, all the newspapers, um, really, I, I, I thank them from the bottom of my heart. And uh, by the grace of God, it has made a huge, huge difference. And you yourselves and the listeners would know in the areas where you have found yourself in the last couple of weeks that it was actually a very quiet, calm, and uh, much better time than the previous years. Also taking consideration that it fell over Sunday, New Year, and uh, I think that also made a difference. Uh, I was also very impressed by the municipalities, uh, authorities, the uh, local securities, and the police stations in the coastal areas uh, specifically, where we were the whole time. I have offices here in Plittenberg Bay. But from what I've heard from my team, it was the same situation all over the country. There was good cooperation, good uh, relationships, good working together, and that made a huge difference. And that just shows to me that um, with with information, uh, you have power. And with the will and working together, you will always have more good people Available than bad, much much more. Uh, even if if just two or three percent of the population in our country is extreme criminals, we can oust them easily because mm-hmm. then 95 to 97 percent of the good people that actually really just wants uh, peace and safety, um, if they stand together, and we do what we always say, we properly identify crime. We evaluate it. We investigate it. We solve the crime, and we do crime prevention.
0: Yes, and I think that's highly important that we put pressure. And as soon as we see that everyone is just ignoring and going with the flow, there's no yeah. real concern. Crime just escalates. A question that comes to mind is: Would you say in South Africa is there a particular place area which we can say that crime is escalating particularly in that particular area? would you What would you say about this
1: uh, you would always have uh, specific areas that would have an escalation of crime, but in the last uh, two months since our last and, and we 've recently spoke as well uh, the areas that we 've identified as not necessarily escalated if you and everybody is reading the news and following the news, you will see that um, it's the same old same old you have the Extreme uh, crimes that has been identified, like some murders and some foul murders and uh, some high-end officials being involved with corruption and, 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 but it's much less. It's been much less. But now I must also say we will only fully understand what has been going on in the last month or two within the next few weeks. So we can have a follow-up chat maybe in two or three weeks time because, um, uh things will now take take off quite quickly since yesterday since monday but especially uh from monday coming the 15th uh things will escalate in in all the facets in south africa all the businesses uh everything will go back to the rat race that we are used to obviously we are in a country that has extreme uh, economic challenges so there will be a lot of uh Uh, work going out, work being done, work being taken in. And this is what the criminal would like to infiltrate and eventually do everything and anything to what extreme to get you and rid you of your money and your belongings. But um, there's no specific area that uh, stood out in this time, though there's been uh, some, or many road accidents and deaths And that is still alarming. So the full uh, total uh, amount, uh, I think, will be made, uh, if not already, I'm not sure. Uh, You might know, have been uh, or will be uh, exposed soon. But that is still a concern that uh, road accidents is not something that has been, in my opinion, thoroughly dealt with. But otherwise, uh, from what we have heard uh, right through the nation, it went quite peaceful. Uh, Also, just a small thing, but to us a very serious thing, is that the public also was very compliant. I've I've been getting feedback from people. I've been working with the authorities. The authorities has changed since we have exposed and warned about authority corruptions uh, being committed uh, next to the road by policemen, rogue policemen, uh, or traffic officers pulling people off the road and then demanding money. That has still carried on a bit, but much less. And um, due to our projects and the exposures and the constant pressure by the media, people are coming forward, and they have um, given their stories and their happenings to the media, and it's been exposed in the media, a few of them. <clears throat> and that has um, made even up to the level of the president aware that uh, this kind of corruption of the authorities needs to be dealt with severely. You'll remember he last year said that he's very concerned about the police, uh, and that is right after we have been speaking of this corruption, that they do not fit in their clothes, and that they're not fit, uh, and they're not uh, uh, up to it and up for, up for the job, and that he hopes that that would change and that something would be done about it. And then, obviously, uh, due to all the exposure, the uh, station commanders and the heads of the police, which we uh, some of them have a very good relationship with, which follows w- what we uh, give them and expose, has done something about it and many many extra policemen, I think one hundred thousand plus were deployed, and many and proper roadblocks were done where a, a group of different authorities would be working together. For instance, in the Plettenberg Bay area, even the mayor was involved and his staff and um, the municipality was involved and the security was involved uh, and the police and traffic were all involved. And if you have a big group like that controlling an area and all the coastal areas and all over the country, it's very difficult then for a rogue cop or two to commit. corruption, because obviously there's a serious flow of traffic, you, you need to inspect the cars quickly, and um, you can quickly pick up if there's a, a, a criminal in a car or not. But anyway, as I've said, it went well, there was good relationships, good communications, I've heard of very, very few incidents where uh, uh, there had to be extreme uh, actions taken. Obviously, uh, a lot of in, in, in these patrols that are done by the authorities a lot of uh, crime is prevented for yourself you can think because there's been no cash serious cash in transits bank robberies hijackings of the sorts and uh, we are elated about it this just once again show that if authorities works together and the public works together and is a bit patient and understand roadblocks and give their full cooperation and adhere to the uh, rules and regulations, it can work. I've said it before. If the government, the authorities, and the public does not work together, if they don't work together, then it does not work. Mm. So that's saying it correctly. If they don't work together, it does not work.
0: Yes, precisely. As we've seen over the past two days as well, in the, we've seen heavy downpour floods in Johannesburg, so, immediately when I saw this, and you can just imagine the, the amount of people suffering, losing their valuables, and mm. this creates a sense of urgency now. So, d- mm. would you say that crime escalates due to these reasons too?
1: Yeah, um, crime, will, uh, crime has and will always escalate if there's dire situations. So, if, if, uh, poverty is, is the main reason for uh, all crimes in the world. Poverty, extreme poverty, because if you're that poor, you are that hungry, and you are that needy, you will steal your neighbor's chicken Mm. to survive. So that is still a crime, although we look maybe differently upon it to a guy that has a lot, already is a a, a well-off, and he still commits crime because he's greedy and he commits crimes like that. Uh, and is involved in crime because he can and get a, can get away with it. But uh, the reason why most uh, crimes start uh, is because of poverty. Uh, let me rather put it in this way. To those that have absolutely nothing and has no other ways and means as to look for an opportunity to get something, and then will uh, consider a criminal route in order taking something that does not belong to them. And that's where it starts, and once you get with that, it becomes a lifestyle, you get away with it, and then eventually greed and a criminal mind sets in completely, and then they get involved, unfortunately, in bigger and more crimes, especially if they uh, become groups or cliques or gangs. <clears throat> so if uh, all your belongings and everything is due to fire or, st- or, or uh, uh, flooding or whatever, bad situation in South Africa or even the economy, it unfortunately turns people to consider that. Now, that's, this is a serious problem because uh, governments in all countries are supposed to have some kind of net where they can catch these people uh, in, the, in a good way and, and secure them and uh, support them, and this we don't have. So we don't have an infrastructure. Uh, and we don't have the finances in this country to look after the poor and due to and that's due to corruption so if if you were to work it out properly, you would actually find that governments are in a way um, creating mass criminals hmm. because uh, finances are not being spent correctly there's a lot of corruption and the government gets away with corruption, then you get the authorities that is corrupt and get away with corruption, then who who is the ones that really feels the brunt of this? Because if you're not protected and served by the authorities and your government, the possibility of you losing everything you have and then having to consider to go to the extreme in committing uh, from the smallest crime to eventually getting involved in bigger crimes... Because remember, it becomes a mindset. If you do something and it's not dealt with, you will do it maybe again and more and bigger. And we've seen that with especially with children. But um, mature people are the same. Mm-hmm. And they eventually would convince themselves that they had no other option. I must feed my children. I must feed myself. I must do that. But uh, greed always steps in. And a person is, seems like it's the mystery of iniquity. If he has something, he wants more and more and more. And that's, uh, you know, And then eventually all consideration of others and others that are poor and w- where he came from and what, what he or she was uh, disappears and it just becomes a life of crime. And the governments are to blame. And I'm saying it bluntly and straightforward. The governments, governments know how to govern, and if they don't govern properly, and in, that, um, in their job description, it's very, very clear that they must be prepared for extreme disasters, including an econ- economy disaster, and it's not. It's not there. We have millions of poor people, millions. Millions. And uh, much more than uh, 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 those that have. I mean, 5%, five maybe let's say 10% of the people in South Africa are, are living in the upper level. Hmm. So that's, that's out of, and I'm telling you now, there's 80 million people here. There's not 60 million because we have a lot of influx of all our neighboring countries coming to South Africa because South Africa is still a lucrative country where you can get some kind of work uh, or commit crime and get away with it and commit crime here. South Africa is is an open uh, gate to all the neighboring countries, unfortunately, and that's been taken advantage of. Although many of these neighboring countries' people that work here are even better workers than our own people, but our own people... Uh, are not prepared to compromise or accommodate, and that's why you have xenophobia, xenophobia and other crimes committed amongst uh, the whole population against each other. So it's not a win-win situation for anybody here. And uh, poverty is a, is a very serious issue in Africa in its totality. And South Africa is one of the few countries uh, left in Africa that is still... Uh, has still a lot of resources, and there's still a lot that can be received from from uh, South Africa, and it's still seen as a country that you can loot and commit crime with and get away with it. Because the person with a criminal mindset knows this. He reads about this, he hears about this, he sees it, he sees that crime works. And if crime works in a country, they will go to it and they will commit it. So yeah, it's it's a dire situation and I once again call on the public to in their own small way everywhere consider that the extra that they have to support those who are in extreme need in flooding and when something or a party or family members or a community has been stricken by this. And on that I also want to add that we forget... Um, I. I I must say I don't, because I make sure that the things I say yeah, I practice what I preach. But I always include myself. But we forget to, uh, in this festive season, really see the value. We should see the value always in people, but especially during this festive season, to our servants, to those that work for us. Mm. Uh, we have servants everywhere, uh, in our shops, in our houses, we even take them uh, along on holidays to look after our children, look after our farms, our businesses, everything and uh, you should just think for a moment you as a business owner, you as a as a head of an organization or a family, that those who are there serving you, assisting you, looking after the kids um, uh, c- caring for the animals. Uh, for your household, for your business, do you really take a moment and uh, spend quality time with them, care for them, give them something extra and consider them what they are going through in these festive seasons while you are creating for yourself as much as possible freedom, peace and enjoyment. So uh, this has struck me every year And I make sure that uh, those that I do work with, all of them, uh, is at least uh, more or less in the same position where I find myself uh, reaching out to get as much as possible during this time, some rest and peace and quiet and calm and freedom, etc., etc. Although we work 24-7, we take every call, and we are there for any uh, case. We know which cases to postpone till later. But serious, violent, extreme serious, violent crimes we handle immediately. And as I've said, by the grace of God, we have had a, we've had a lot of calls about a lot of things. But most of the calls this time was positive, was good news, was preventative, was in um, endearing, enlightening, uh, wonderful to have. Uh, rather than extreme and, 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 and serious crimes that needed to be dealt with and caused the statistics to rise in this time. It didn't, and, and I'm very glad for that. But remember your staff, people. It's very, very important. The people that are with you, What you must, what you do for yourself, you must do for others. You must consider whatever you gain for yourself, how does that affect that those are working for you? How does that affect them?
0: Yes, and I'm happy you said this. Just the other day I was speaking to one business owner. He's retired now, but he's given up his business because for the same reason, because of crime and kidnapping and all of this. He said, I just want peace now, and I don't want to be stressed out with, with all of this. But then he shared with me few aspects, few principles while he was doing business. And he said to me that you will be surprised. He was teaching me a lesson. It's not that he was bragging about what he's doing or whatever, he yeah. said that certain of my employees, I would make sure that I would house them, give them a house, give them a place, mm. I would make sure that their needs are, are, are seen to, and look after them in that sense, because it's this, in human resources, we study this, that it's a it's the spillover effect, you give yeah. something and you get it back. So yeah. you're going to help and they're going to become an asset because now they're going to see it as their business. As yeah. I'm working, I'm going to also look at it with this. And unfortunately, we, or you could say the employers at least, they haven't recognized this. It's more like just do the work and get yeah. get out. We don't want to see you after that. But if you just change your approach, that's an asset for you. And it, they will support you in you making profit. So yep. this is an important point which you brought up. And on a smaller scale, we could just see our domestics. How much do mm. we ever care for them? Did we ever go and see where they live, how, what condition they're living in, and see? And this is it. And we help them. They spread the word that these are good people. Let's not rob them. Let's not commit crimes against them. And this is how we can better this uh, the situation. And we've seen this in many countries. Mr. Bollis, maybe you can confirm this. Uh, many countries we've seen that the crime is not at this level and the reason yep. being is, as you've said, the governments are taking care and here we're not seeing that. The governments yep. at corruption level, it's totally going to unprecedented levels and as you said, we're just feeding this crime rate to a higher level.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, what you have said there is very important and let's add something there. Uh, if you want to really understand uh, the listener here, what we have been discussing here. Just go in one day, one morning and clean the house. Just come in, clean the floors, uh, broom the floors, wash the dishes, get all the dirty clothes, all the dirty clothes that are just um, thrown into the washing, just do the ironing then and um, just clean the windows and Make sure that all the furniture and everything is clean and the dust burns. Just just go for one day and do that. Now do that every day. Mm. Just do that every day. Or just go out one day and clean the gardens and wet all the plants and uh, keep the garden intact and feed the dogs and do this, that, and the other. Just consider that work. That monotonous work that is being done the same same thing constantly over and over and over and not considering for a moment um, that is one of the biggest mistakes uh, you can make so it does not mean that you have to there has to be leaders and there has to be heads and there has to be business owners and there has to be workers and there has to be uh in each level somebody that Uh, plays his part or does his part in society. But it's the attitude and the concern and the value that you see in that person that needs to go about it uh, regarding a servant. And if you don't see the value in your servant, that servant will eventually not see the value in you because you are only then being served to whatever needs to be done because you are giving a salary. But the real care and the real va- real value is not seen in you as a servant. So if it comes to a situation, and this is what we're coming back to crime, where uh, a servant is being taken and forced to give information, they will not come back and warn because they were not really cared for and looked after. I always say, if you look. Properly after everybody that works for you, they will always warn you about crime. They will always come back to you, even if they are taken, kidnapped, and held, and uh, information extorted from them. They will come back, and they will warn you and assist you, because they then see the value in you. They don't only see the salary, but they see that you care, that you really care, and you look after them, and you consider them, and you respect them, and you treat them with... Um, Uh, all the necessary ways and means that you are treating the rest of your family and yourself. Once that relationship is there, that servant or servants, no matter what happens to them, they will walk the extra mile for you and they'll take the bullet for you.
0: Mm. Yes, exactly. In Arabic, there's a saying, it's and that you feed, you feed this Puppy, or you feed this dog, mm. and it comes back to bite you, because for certain reasons you didn't really look after it. You fed it, but you, what? What did you feed it? You fed it leftovers. You fed it this, so it comes back to bite you. So this is the underlying message that we should look after. And it takes two to tango. And we can. There is hope for a better South Africa, and a better. I mean, recently there is good reports, as you've mentioned. And yeah. um, I've seen also in LaNagia, if you just take our area, there has been on a light scale, I would say. Yeah, for those people who experience it, of course, it was a major tragedy. Losing a car is not something easy. But mm. on a major scale, you wouldn't say, like you've said, it's not like previous years. Normally on New Year's, you on your alert, you're making your children sleep early, you you locking the doors. You, because yeah. people are drunk, you don't know what to expect. So, but this year it 's been what i 've seen and what you have been telling me. I thought it 's just myself, but you yeah. are dealing more with on the on a, on the national level, so you 're seeing what 's happening, so we express gratitude for this, and hopefully it will become better. Any uh last messages from your side
1: uh, yeah, look, uh, this has been a very good discussion. I think it's very necessary, and I think the, we should see the worth in each each and every one. We must understand that uh, we are like an engine, and not all can be the block, and not all be, can, be, can be a piston, or not all can be a wheel or a light or a body. Uh, some are just screws, but, you know, if you take out a screw, the engine might not immediately give in. The car might not immediately stop. But along the way it will. So if you take out another screw, the, the the only thing that changes, the car will stop. It's just the time that changes. And we should see the value of each person, whether he's just a screw or if it's an engine block or if it's a wheel or a light. And if we see the value in everybody, that is What's going to make the engine go all the way? That is going to eventually protect us all. That is eventually going to get us all to a des- the destination. That is eventually get us getting us all saved and protected, not killed, and not c- crime being committed against us. Because if the car stops wherever it stops, it's an open target. And, um, we should really see the value of each person. Care for each other, care for your neighbors, care for those who work for you, care for every and any and single uh, party and go out of your way to rather win them over than to, uh, live in bitterness and hate and in, uh, <clears throat> and an attitude. And you'll have to, we all have to look past any, any color, any political affiliation and any, Uh, religion, whatever it is, if we don't see crime as the common goal, as the car, and the value in each other, no matter what part we are, then I can tell you now, we'll never, ever deal with crime. And what we've done over the last month in in South Africa, as South Africans, and uh, compliments to the authorities, the government, and everybody involved, look at load shedding, look at the difference there, Mm -hmm. look at the better way this uh, power situation has been handled in December. Mm. We've been warned when there was load shedding properly. They, they, they even give statistics of of the uh, amount of power that's available, if it's sufficient, and then uh, they, they even just add a nice word by good news. Uh, it's been suspended just to uplift and to assist. And I compliment uh, the government for this because um, we are constantly on the case of the government due to corruption, the authorities, etc., etc. But if something good happens, mm. we must also enlighten that. You cannot only be known for what you're against, yes. you must be known for what you for as well. Mm. You, can only, you cannot only expose the worst of the worst and the worst and the bad mm. and anything criminal and anything wrong. You must also expose the good and compliment the good and stand out for the good and expose the good. So compliments to everybody in South Africa, you've done well. And please, next time when you are pulled over or next time when you have a situation, wherever you find yourself, ask yourself if you are valuing this person because whatever happens there between you and any person up ahead, you must understand, if you work together, you're going to achieve much more, much more, than if you stand against each other. We can never ever stand together unless we first stand alone. You must first become your own real best friend. Once you're your own real best friend, you can be of value to a second person. You can be a whole and proper drinking glass and people can drink from you and learn from you and even try and be like you if you can set a proper example. And work together. This does not mean uh, and I say this all to the public that if a corrupt policeman pulls you off or corruption is happening your way, always try your best to change a the person there with this kind of talk, but if it doesn't, then we must uh, be strict and on a zero tolerance to deal with uh, a crime and to stop it. Because crime begets crime so uh, we must still carry on fighting crime but as I've said we must look past all our differences and see crime as the com- a common goal. With you, that, greetings to everybody. Thanks. God bless you all. May you have a wonderful, safe, and secure, and prosperous, healthy
0: Thank you for your time, and we appreciate it. From us in the team, we say thanks to you, and we will meet you the next time.
1: Thank you. Bye. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jamaa.